Welcome to Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry. We are back with a kind of a special edition of Movie Maniacs. I'm Mike Rags. Chuck Curry is here. Welcome, everybody, back. Thanks for streaming. Uh, thanks for subscribing and telling all your friends about it. And, of course, thanks for listening on Wobble 1190 and 107.5 FM. And the reason why it's kind of special is Chuck and I are going to quasi celebrate our fifth anniversary that we've been doing this podcast slash radio show five years now. It started in the beginning of the year 2016. So Chuck and I are going to go back to five years ago, run through the movies there. And Chuck, I actually uh, took a listen back to our best movies of 2016. And I'm going to throw you a little pop quiz later on and see if you can remember when I go through the list, which one of the top 10 is on your list because I have your list here and then which ones maybe we've seen after the fact that would have made the list um, moving forward. So how you been? I'm okay. I, I can't believe it's been uh, five years. I remember you calling me up saying you wanted to do uh, a podcast radio show when you were desperate because <laughs> you wanted it to sound as good as possible. So I said, yeah, I'll do it for a couple of weeks. And, well, then everybody- just, and, 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 then, and then you started to beg me to keep doing it. And um, I, I said, okay, it felt like a daily routine, sort of like breathing. Kind of. So I, so, so I was like, okay, I'll get, I'll stay on the horse. Let's go. Well, I appreciate you. And I, I'm just, I'm concerned. I'm wondering if you're, you're if you've gotten over the fact that A-Rod and J-Lo are no longer together. Are you okay with that? Or I'm or okay with it. it. It was a little bit of shock to the system initially, but uh, I'm okay. A night which, sleep, a good night's sleep will, sleep will help a lot. Which uh, couple do you want to watch more? That couple or Meghan Markle and and then uh, the prince there? Is that? The- do you have another one? Give me a couple more because I don't really care. <laughs> you know, it is amazing in this day and age that, and not that it's an amazing because I mean, it's 17 million viewers for that Oprah in- interview is now in this culture. 2021 is considered really good, but you know, back in the day, that probably would have did 30 or 40 million easily, probably on a network. Considering, uh, yeah, most some shows. I mean, this ad on CBS, and you know, I have a saying about CBS. People who watch shows on CBS, they're a little bit lazy to change your remote control. That's why the same shows continually get high ratings, you know, year after year after year. It's amazing, actually. Yeah, it really is. A lot of blue hairs leave it on that station, and then they never leave it. That's you know, I just want to bounce. Can I bounce into real something real quick? It just popped in my head. This is half your show as it is mine. Okay, uh, um, the Equalizer with Queen Latifah. I was reading is getting it was renewed for season two. Is getting seventeen million viewers a week. Wow! And I watch it. I watch it three times, and it's just disappointing. It, it, well, it like I like her. She's fine. If you're going to do a female version of Equalizer, she's a good lead, no sure, doubt. Well cast, sure. Well cast. She's got good screen presence. She's got attitude. You know, I don't buy the fight sequences karate style, but I, I like her. Yeah, well, and if it I just, watch it, it, just, it, it, it just seems like the scripts are not well thought out. And again, they go instead of doing something more simple, stupid, which would have worked really work better for that concept. They got to go like too high tech. Right. But it's just mediocre. It's from the minute it starts to the minute it ends each other. It's just it just feels so mediocre. It could be so much more. Well, if I watched it, it'd been 17 million and one. Um, I just I, I have no interest. Let I'm me ask you a question. Did you ever watch the original series with Edward? Uh, of course, Woodward? I watched it. That all. was yeah, really I w- good. I really watched good. that and Wise Guy every uh, what night was that on Monday night? I want to say. Yeah, I w- watched back to back. It was always remember the show. With, remember the show with uh, David Morse Hack? Yeah, 
Yeah. That was a similar concept. Cab that driver, a couple, yep. couple seasons, he was really good. I like that show a lot. I think you get on some sort of streaming services that uh, air it, but I like that show. That concept works. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a good concept, almost in the Death Wish, not as vigilante-ish, but although she does sure. kill people, she does kill people. Oh well, um, let's uh, you know the new movies that came out. Nothing really came out this weekend, although. No. Cherry is getting an Apple Plus. That's if you want to watch Tom Holland in a gritty, uh, you know, role. That I don't know anybody that really does, but um, he's got a new movie out. Yeah, um, called Cherry that came out, and uh, you know they they said that Coming to America first number one streaming movie in 2021. So Eddie has that on his mantle now. They don't get ratings though. Yeah, it's tough to figure out. What does that even mean? I don't know. Um, it means a lot of people watched it. Let's face it. A lot I know they did. And, and listen, why not? I mean, yeah. uh, you know, it's a high profile property many years after the fact. I absolutely I, I absolutely could see why people would tune in. Right. Um, so nothing really major has come out. I did get a chance to see uh, Frank Grillo's latest movie, Chuck. And I have to tell you, you know, yeah. these time loop movies are a dime a dozen. You know, they've, they've made so many of them now. And they made as many time loop movies as Frank Grillo is just making movies nowadays. It's just kind of ridiculous. It's called Boss Level. And it's yeah. of note because I think I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, Mel Gibson's in it. Naomi Watts is in it as well. Right. And he plays a guy who's tucking his time loop. He gets killed every day and he's trying to figure out who his killer is. Oh, yeah, I don't like that. I, I seen that more. I don't want to see that. again. It, it, I got to be honest with you, though, yeah. his star power and the director, Joe Carnahan, who. Uh, oh, OK, who, yeah, um, it's actually very Where's watchable. It playing. Where's it playing? I watch on Hulu. It's on okay. Hulu right now. A, is it being billed as a Hulu original? Yes. Hulu like a original. high, like, like it gives, are they giving high profile status to it or sort of um, a throwaway? I wouldn't say that it's hard. Hulu really doesn't do that much. They kind of for a couple of days, it's high profile. And then you just got to find it. Okay. Um, but I got to tell you, it's good. Mel Gibson's totally throwaway. He's hardly in the film. But if you like Frank Grillo, which you and I do, I know it's the genre. It's a stretch. Don't get me wrong. I'm with you. I'm kind of worn out by it, but. If you want an hour and a half of watching a, a good action movie with Frank Grillo and Naomi Watts adds a little class to it, it's not a bad hour and a half you could spend. So I wanted to bring it up. I would recommend it, um, but only on that level. I mean, if you're looking for, you know, anything original and, and, and new, you're not going to find it. And this movie would never have played at any level in, in the theaters. But You know, just what, I, you know I think of, of Frank Grillo, and I, I say to myself, you know, he did those two Purge movies. Yeah, right? he's very good in them, and, too. And one of them completely felt like Escape from New York, and I dug the heck out of that one. What, that for, I think it was the first one he appeared in. And I, I'm saying to myself, here's a guy, and we talked about this before on this program, you put him in the 80s or 90s, and he has a viable, he has a viable career, and people yeah. would know his name. They would know his name. Absolutely. You know? I think right now people are probably listening they, to the they podcast don't. struggling. They don't. That, yeah. So, you know, uh, he was in, he was in uh, Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Play sort of a henchman, right? They kind of they waste him in those movies. Yeah. There's so much going on in those movies. It's hard yeah. to give that kind of character any kind of time. But he yeah, was. But he, the, but he has appeal. I remember seeing him in Warrior for the first time. He plays yeah. the trainer. And I thought, who is this guy? He's got a tremendous mm -hmm. amount of star power. And then he would be in uh, the gray and and just, a you know, very I mean, recognizable. Would, 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 would a Van Damme or a Seagal, a Seagal do, make it in uh, 2020, 21? And. And he'd be hard. Yeah. And he got in a game very late too. He's 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 55 years old already, you know, and remember, remember, Je remember Jeff Speakman? Of course I do. Yeah. Yeah, of course I do. 
Um, and he's got, I mean, you're t- I mean, this year alone, he's got one, two, three. He's got another movie called Body Brokers that's out right now streaming. He's got yeah. another movie, Cosmic Sin, with Bruce Willis. Um, Bruce Willis. Now, here, you know, you, Mel Gibson, you just said, has a throwaway Holly in the movie, right? Yeah. So, obviously, this is a strategy. You got Nick Nick Cage. Well, he's, he, he's in every frame of his stuff. But then Bruce Willis pops in and out of his schlock streaming stuff, uh, direct to uh, Walmart bin shelves. And John Cusick's done it. Now, you're getting Mel Gibson starting to you know, dip his uh, big toe in this um, in, in, in this format. It's really, it is, we've talked about this so many times. It's just like, how are they approached? How, I'd, I'd love to know how, how this is well, uh, brokered, you know? And this Cosmic Sin one, Bruce Willis looks like he's, I mean, he's co-star. I mean, he looks like he's the co-star in this film, actually. So yeah. um, just looking at the trailer, but, you know, he's got seven movies alone in 2021, Frank Grillo. Right. Um, so, look, he probably works pretty cheap and he's a recognizable face, kind of, you know, so mm-hmm. why not? I'd cast him in my movie. I know right. that. Grillo got to eat. Mortgages due for him, too, Chuck. We know I that. Know. I know. Um, I- I'll ask the question because by contractual question I'm- is, is it, is it a condo or a mortgage or, yeah. or, a, or a mansion? I don't know. But uh, my question to you is, are you uh, did you watch anything? Probably not. Okay, we're uh, gonna move on. Uh, no, no, no. Let me let me think. Um, no, I outside of your it. smoothie shop, watching no, something fourteen. No, times. on my on my sixty five inch four K at my ice cream parlor. I've uh, been watching Man of Steel repeatedly. Okay, Tim Burton's Batman. So you're excited for Thursday then? And I even put on we, uh, I Am Legend with Will Smith a few times. You're excited for Thursday, the big release of uh, um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. I mean, this... I am def- I am I'm definitely curious. I now, is this definitely... one of those things where? Yeah. You're watching as soon as it gets on stream, you're going to watch it. I, I'd like to watch it the first day. I would. You will. All right. Well, um, I know some people. Apart, I don't know if I can make it because, you know, I'm very busy with my business. Sure. I, listen, I get it. OK. I mean, I'm hoping that maybe they consider me if they reboot The Apprentice, actually. But anyway. The Apprentice with the Donald, the Donald Trump's Apprentice. Yeah, maybe. he won't be in it, though. Maybe. But here's the deal. Um I know a group who's going to go to the theater I'm involved in, and uh, they they plan privately to hook up. Why don't you do that? You should go. That sounds hook up, fun. Hook, actually, hook up their laptop with HBO Max to the projector. Do and, it and, and and project it on the big screen. You should do that. You I'm should go. Watch, and do I that. am going to watch parts of it. I don't know if I could sit there for four hours and twenty minutes. Yeah, well, listen. Because if my smoothie shop, you know, run, runs out of avocado, I got to run to Walmart. Well, that and you've got. <laughs> <laughs> you, you also you also have got you know attention deficit disorder too, so ADD is not going to help. I, I do a little hours. bit. Go ahead. Um, all the movies. By the way, I've I've got one of the shots. I told uh, Chuck off the air, so uh, I'm halfway to Pfizer and being uh, immune to all things. Um, but these movies have not budged, Chuck. Nothing's. In fact, last week we talked about uh, a couple moving up, including a Quiet Place too. So we're getting closer and closer to May seventh. And closer and closer to Black Widow. Yeah, I mean, the Black Widow one looks like because I uh, a, a, a movie chain in New York has that release date. That's when they're going to reopen. Yeah. And that's that's because of Black Widow. And that I'm guessing they need that. that and I'm guessing that's the only place you're going to see it is in theaters. Correct. Yes, that is correct. OK, we'll see what happens there. I'm really excited. But you know, about- if Joe Biden says that everything will be pretty much normal by July 4th, July 4th by July, you know, July yeah. 4th. I mean. That could be an amazing weekend. It could be. It could be. No doubt about it for everything, for 
uh, concerts, I, I, ice cream, everything. smoothies. I see smoothies. So oh, forget it. Uh, that's why he did it. Um, it's a smoothie market needed to get back on its feet. Thank you, Joe. Um, I did see HBO Max is going to plan on launching a cheaper version of their streaming service, Chuck. Yeah. Uh, like Hulu, where you can get it with ads and you pay a little less and you just have a commercial every once in a while. So really? HBO Max is getting in that game where I don't like it. I, if I, I, I don't really understand the strategy of that. I mean, I think you, it's hard enough to get people to go to your one. Why water it down? I don't like that. Well, because you're still going to get their primo material. I would think yeah. they, they're hoping that that's, you know, Hulu, my big hang up was always that their commercial. I'm like, I'm paying for this service and then you want me to buy something else you know on, on my ruku right i've been experimenting so i'll put a movie in the search engine i i the other day i put fright night right right so i like movies popping in my head you know stuff i've loved in great the movie great right? movie. so i put it in and there's a free streaming service that has it i don't even know the name of it there's a lot of them they like they'll they're, yeah they're no they're all over the place to be and, uh, and you just right to be and obviously ruku itself but there's, there's, there's multiple ones. It's crazy. It's crazy how many other out there and how and how they survive. I don't know. Um, they survive with commercials. All right. Uh, some other movie news. Uh, you know, Rocky Balboa, uh, all the Rocky series is on HBO Max now, too. I don't know. If I know. You know I saw her. OK, I wanted to make I, sure. I, so I, I actually I, I streamed Rocky, but I added Rocky Balboa to the streaming. OK, I was going to say. So all six Rockies there. The Creed's aren't there yet. But no. I did hear Michael B. Jordan is actually directing Creed three. Yep. And MGM has set a Thanksgiving 2022 release date. Well, the other two came out of Thanksgiving. So what do we think about the continuing storyline here of Creed? It was inevitable. It was going to happen. Now, the question is, there's no word on, you know, the the scripts being written. Listen, um, the question is this. Let's remove Rocky Balboa. Yeah, that's what I mean. From, from that, from the universe, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I guess he'll just be off camera. Though, obviously, they're not going to kill him off. No. They're going to say, "Oh, Rocky's like you know Paulie and Adrian, and he and he passed away." And then, and, and, uh, you know, uh, 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 what's his name? Adonis Creed is you know visiting him as his tombstone. That's not going to happen. That because, better not happen. No, it better not. Better not happen. Well, because you know Stallone has plans. He's you know been dancing around with another Rocky movie for the last few years but I, I i say and i we've touched on this um could creed 3 be creatively a winner without the character of rocky balboa um i don't know it, i i'm not gonna say no but it would don't, be it yeah. would be harder much harder plus you're going to the well for a third time too you are, and, and it, see the thing with michael b jordan and and he's good and i respect him and he's certainly respected in the industry in a movie like just mercy i thought he's really good his, but he's internal. He's an yeah. internal actor. And I don't know if he can carry the whole, you know, that kind of movie without a really interesting supporting character like no Bob. Doubt. No doubt. And he's got a new uh, Amazon movie coming out, too, without yeah. remorse. Um, yeah. is gonna That preview is out now. It's coming out April 30th stream only. I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that Tom Clancy character um, paired up with the Jack Ryan series. It's already on prime too. Right. So, right. Um, which I'm a big fan of, by the way, I don't know if you've ever seen the John Krasinski series. It's I have really, not. Really I know you good. like it a lot. Yeah. It's really good. Um, Kenneth Branagh's going to direct a BG's biopic. I love this idea. I do too. And I think it's a perfect subject matter. I mean, um, for people who don't realize it was a movie in 1977 called Saturday night fever. You might've heard and, of it. And not only was that movie unbelievably popular, but the soundtrack was the most successful soundtrack and the history of film. Yep. And that soundtrack really helped elevate his box office. You know, there was a time 
where really good music and movies played on top 40 continuously and it motivated people to go to the see movie. It was a win-win. Yep. Uh, yep. They don't, that, 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 uh, that concept does not exist really anymore. Even, even close, we talked about this, even closing credit music songs, like uh, all the dirty Harry's always had really cool um, closing credit music. Right. Yep. And you then get that anymore. No, nah, not don't. really. They not don't care. Really. Um, well, I'm I'm looking forward to. Uh, I, by the way, there's a great uh, documentary on HBO Max with Barry Gibb and and yeah. and Bee Gees. It's really good. So, uh, it might be something to team it up with. And last, but that I have that I wanted to yeah. bring up is it looks like Elle Fanning's going to play Ali McGraw in Francis and the Godfather, which is the telling of the original Godfather, how it got made. Uh-huh. Um, Oscar like- Isaac is going to yeah. play uh, Francis Ford Coppola and Jake Gyllenhaal is going to play Robert Evans. It's a very interesting uh, idea for a movie, I think. Absolutely. You're and talking uh, about one of the most iconic movies ever made. I think people would want to know. I, I mean, I would be interested in knowing the behind the scenes stuff of how that all evolves. We should do a list coming up. Movies about movies uh, that, that uh, could, I'd really like to see that movie, uh, how it was made and what it's all about. Nell Fanning is a great talent um, who really <laughs> doesn't do much and you know by the, no i i she's really appealing and, yeah. and it's interesting because you could go on youtube right now and see uh a behind the scenes uh <laughs> thing on beyond the beside adventure you could yeah you, you can you, i mean could you you can yes <laughs> i just wanted to get that out there thank you i appreciate no, but you that. you could and and when you watch it you know you see erwin allen storyboarding it and and you're like wow i can't wait to see this movie and then you go oh yeah i saw it Back All right. in 79, um, but go ahead. What else, do you have any legitimate movie news that we need to talk I don't. About? I, I was going to uh, touch on Creed 2. But when, you, when we do the birthdays, I do have one because you're probably not going to mention it. And I want to ba- bounce off it a little. All right. Um, well, we'll st- we would have gotten to Beyond the Design Adventure as we do Fast Five here. We'll get really? to 2016. Chuck and I are celebrating our fifth anniversary. So we're going to go back to what maybe our first show might have sounded like. Um, Michael Caine, the great one. So wow. see, you, you, you got, but not, you didn't need to get Michael Caine, Michael Caine, a.k.a. Captain Michael Turner from Beyond the Beside Adventure, go. 1979, swam in, uh, in, in, in 76. You know, uh, Michael, he, he said on record that the most enjoyable experience he's ever had on a movie was Batman Begins and his relationship with Chris Nolan, which has become an iconic relationship. Almost every movie now. Yeah, he's almost in, in every film. movie. Uh, my, you know, Michael Caine is a really... I could talk about Michael Caine all day. Well, we did. Re- we have a show. There is a oh, Michael Caine show in true. the archives. Do we, yeah. Do we talk about? Remember, blame it on Rio. Oh, sure. That yeah. was a really. That was of that all movie the could stuff not be he's made done, today. Of all, yeah, it could not. It, it absolutely could not. I remember sitting in a movie theater, and that movie made you feel uncomfortable with an yeah, audience. It it I did. mean, it really made you feel uncomfortable with an audience. You, you knew Michelle but Joseph Johnson. Bologna, was- Joseph Bologna. <laughs> he was actually pretty good, and you know, back in the day, Spielberg seriously considered him as Martin Brody. Yeah. Uh, in, in, in Jaws in the, in the studios like now, nah, 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 you know, but he he's an interesting talent, big bus, but they played off each other. Well, but yeah, speak of Miss Michelle Johnson again. I was going to say Michelle Johnson. We knew she was of age, but I mean, because I mean, you have to be to be in a movie like that. But that was not a uh, again, that is not a movie that would be made today. Not at all. You could argue, should it be made. You, you, today. Could, you could argue that was basically one of those. um Direct a cable concept teenage movies with a very high profile actor, right? Uh, very much so. And by yeah. the way, he's 88 years old. This Is weekend. he really? Holy yeah. smoke. Uh, but what's the one movie Michael Caine? I mean, 
I mean, pick pick the one. I Listen, mean, I love I love him as Alfred in Batman Begins. I do, I mean, I love him as Alfred. I, he was a great great Alfred. And, you know, and then he did he did the Islands, another one that yeah, you know, good underrated. good first act, really cool third act, not a good second act, but he's just it's just something about him. I mean, Sleuth. I remember Sleuth, yeah. Sleuth back in the day with um with uh, uh, Lawrence Olivier. Lawrence Olivier, yeah, right, yeah. And uh, I, I loved him in um, victory. You like, victory, right? Victory. I did I actually. Hey, look, he's a decent soccer player for, for, for but I actually liked him a lot in uh cider house rules. We won the Oscar. I thought yeah. he was fantastic in that movie. A great movie. He's just good in everything. But yeah, you're probably right at this point in time. Alfred, he, he's the quintessential Alfred. There's no doubt about it. Um, speaking of Batman movies, Aaron Eckhart was two face in one of the Batman movies. Yeah. He was a guy. He's had a pretty interesting career, Chuck. Had a yeah. spike and then kind of went away for a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I agree. You know why? Um, this the stuff they tried after. He's so damn good in in the, the Dog Knight. He is. He's every bit as good as anybody in that movie. Yeah, he really is. And he's still and, relatively uh, young. He's only fifty three years old. He's very so. young. And um, he played Jimmy Doolittle too in the in the recent remake of Midway. I thought that was interesting, and I liked him a lot. Um, in early early in his career in the Company of Men is the first time I saw him. Yeah, but he, you know, he's never really had a high profile movie where it was him. No, you know, watch it because I'm in it. He um, did that. What was that military movie he did after? Uh, well, Alien Invasion movie he did, right? He did. Yeah, an alien he did the, yeah, that invasion movie was bad. Los that movie Angeles. was bad. Battle Los yeah, Angeles. That movie was bad. Yeah, it wasn't good. And, and those movies hurt you, I think. He was good as Kevin Rooney in Bleed for This, though, that came out a couple of years ago, which starred. Um, He's a his... good talent. He's a very good talent. Yeah. Miles Teller played Vinny Panzienza. That movie's actually pretty good. You know, it's interesting. I, you just like jogged a, a memory of a day ago because I was playing the Dark Knight on my my uh, my Roku, you know, 4K and my smoothie shop. And I said to my buddy because he was came in for a, for a gelato and he was watching it. And I said, you know what? The middle section of the Dark Knight equals in my opinion one of the greatest middle sections of all time in any movie like right up there with like silence of the lambs yeah yeah it's, it's pretty it's, good it's just it's, it's so good. tight it's so fascinating it's so well directed so well scripted the twist the whole jail sequence with the joker when he gets arrested and the guy and, and, right. and the guy's got the stick and, and yep. it's, it's pretty awesome um well, he also he dabbled in disaster movie too, and, and maybe the modern day version of Beyond the Design Adventure, the core, which yes, bad. Wow, I mean, you you gather the likes of Hillary Swank, Stanley Tucci, him, um, Richard Jenkins. I mean, that cast is unbelievable, and that movie is utter crap. Yeah, utter, I was gonna say, I was gonna say it sucked. It does, it does suck. Yeah. But we both like him, and uh, let's not forget he played the president for our buddy. Um, you know. In the London has fallen movies and in the in the, in the the fallen movies, he's he the president. So, yeah, uh, you know, that means he he definitely works well with our favorite actor, Gerard Butler. Yes. Thank um, God. Thank I know. God. I know your answer to this, but here's another interesting career. I know you're going to say into the wild, but Emil Hirsch yeah. is 36 years I'm old. I'm surprised. I, I saw his. I actually was surprised how young he is. Yeah, he's only 36. His, and here's another one. Like I, into the wild. He, he's he's great. Yeah, in he's that really movie. Good. And uh, in real life, he's a really good buddy at Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, he's done good work. And then you know, he's done some schlock, too. A lot of schlock. He, he was recently in that Force of Nature with Mel Gibson and Kate uh, Bosworth. Yeah. And, yeah, man, that's a bad movie. And Meals Gotta Eat. Meals Gotta Eat. 
Um, he also has a great part in Milk. Condo a mansion. Emil Hirsch, condo a mansion. Condo. Um, you know, he kind of jumped the shark with Speed Racer. I hate to say it, Chuck, but that movie. Well, he did it. You listen, it was a, w- w- the Wachowskis visually really stunning movie. But, yeah. you know, and that was his follow up to Into the Wild. That was his next movie. So, yeah. Um, how about William? Well, here's a guy. I mean, to pick one movie is ridiculous, and it's probably for me Fargo. But William H. Macy uh, is He's so uh, recognizable now. 71 sure years old. Speechless. Yes. Um, remember, he was in the original season of ER. People don't even remember that. He was on that first season of ER. He actually it was the first up, season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He would pop up every once in a while, too. And, 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 and he, he's just one of the big stars at Jurassic Park three. <laughs> he was. Yeah. He's great in Boogie Nights, too, as one of those side characters that just pops up every once in a while. He's pathetic. You, know, you, you look at like his in real life. He's had a, you know, I'm not, I, I have no idea. I'm just, it's speculation, but he's had a, his life has had to been a whirlwind the last few years with his yeah, wife with his being wife, dragged yeah. into the college yeah. scandal, payoff, yeah. shit, you know, stuff. He's kind of gone under the radar a little bit with all that too. You know, she kind of took the brunt of that. Yeah. I mean, you, you have, that's really the strategy actually. Yeah. Like one of them's got to have a career, right? So yeah, he's doing his shameless and you know, yeah, um, 71. And he's good in uh, the pilot in the Air Force One. He's the pilot of the plane. Let's Very good that. in that movie. He's good in that movie. And, and that, that, I'm going to bounce into that movie soon. And then um, I also liked him in um, not the I was going to say Jurassic Park three. What the heck else movie that I saw him in? Um, and I said that guy. It was early in his career. Oh, he's in Pleasantville. He's in that too. Yeah. Guy, very recognizable face and the, the cooler. Uh, he's good in that. A, a lot of good. Oh, and he's a cop in Cellular, another underrated movie we bring up every once in a while. He's got a really good role in that movie with uh, yeah, Chris Evans and Kim Basinger. That's, that's a, a good, good movie. movie. All right. But last but not least, one of our favorite comedic actors and host of the Oscars, yeah. um, Billy Crystal, Chuck. Well, how old? 74 years old this weekend. City um, Slickers, man. I love it. You yeah. know that. But you I know what? A classic. He's got, you know, you know what else is really good is analyze this. I mean, let's face yeah, it. First one. That first movie yeah, really, really struck good. a chord and it was really yeah, good. His chemistry with De Niro is really good. Perfect. It really was. And he, you could argue an iconic, if not the greatest Oscar host. I mean, yeah, Johnny Carson was really good. Bob Hope back in the day. Uh, but Billy well, Crystal in my lifetime, in my, you know, in my memory. Billy Crystal was uh, that that was something to look forward to when he hosted. Absolutely. And of course, he's he was great on soap. Jody great Dallas, soap. right? You know, one of the and, great uh, sitcoms of all time. And we should have known because a very good movie is running scared. And you want to talk yeah. about a good buddy cop movie that maybe a lot of people might have missed. That movie's fantastic. Tell Chuck. me the cast of that. The two leads are and I'll give you a footnote. Go ahead. Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal as two Chicago cops who decide yeah. that maybe we'll buy a bar and the keys instead. Yeah. And they end up not doing that. Now, the original cops. casting that they wanted was Paul Newman and Gene Hackman. The movie went in the turnaround and they wind up casting Billy Crystal and wow. Gregory Hines. Wow. I wonder what the script was like with those two guys, because having the talents of Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal comedy wise. I mean, it's it would have been. Do you totally remember the female point. lead? Yeah, it was Darlene Flugel, right? Was yes, who was in uh, Lockup with Stallone. Yeah, and uh, Live and Die in L.A. too. She passed yep. away, actually. She did, a, I know. Yeah, a few years back. Yep, um, but I love Running Scared, and you can find that on streaming, too. Really good Chicago movie, too. Yeah, it is. Jimmy Smith is the bad guy in that. Yeah. 
All right, Chuck, let's go back to uh, oh, oh, wait, I'm sorry. A birthday this week, born in 1941, Wolf, Wolfgang Peterson. Oh, boy. OK, and here's We're going to get some okay? Poseidon talk here. Here we, we go. We are for a second. But, I, you know, Poseidon aside, this is a fascinating story because look at his bio of movies. Right. Das Boot, 1981. Great OK, Great movie. never ending story. Eighty four. In the Line of Fire, you could argue as good as any Clint Eastwood movie ever. Maybe I love that movie. movie. Yeah, right. Maybe that movie's movie is awesome. Yeah. And, and, and John Malkovich is a villain. Incredible. Yep. Now, yeah, here's the thing. Now, let's just in the Line of Fire. Great script. Right. Yep. Great characters. The movie breathes. Right. Uh huh. Then he does Outbreak. Great movie. Then he does Air Force One. Great movie. Perfect Storm. Great. Greater movie. Then he does Troy with with uh, Brad Pitt, which I like. I like it. It's good, but not. Okay. But here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. That's a heck of a bio. Correct. Great. Then, I, then Warner Brothers hires him to do Poseidon, the remake of the greatest movie of all time, the Poseidon Adventure. Right. Right. So we said this before. You got Poseidon comes out. Well, it's going to be released. Supposedly, the story has a month, a month or two before a movie's released. There's a two and a half hour cut. Right. That's lying in Warner Brothers vault somewhere. It has a lot of backstory. So you're having you have over an hour before the wave hits the, the Poseidon and capsizes it. A month before the film's relief, Wolfgang Peterson says to himself, I'm going to nub this to 89 minutes to create a lot of action tension. He kills the backstory and later states in an interview before the film is being released that the character development will be developed after the wave flips the ship over. Never happened. That's the problem. Yeah. See, that movie, if you if you if you watch on repeat viewing Poseidon, and I say this in all seriousness, it's got some awesome action sequences in that movie. I mean, it really does. Unfortunately, that's all it has. No, but and it's got some, you know, Josh Lucas is good and Kurt Russell is good. Here's the problem. I remember sitting opening night. I went with a coworker and and it wasn't a lot of people in there. Yeah, it was I, like it was I, a Thursday night release. Before I saw the Friday, it, too. Right? I saw it. Too. So, it was empty. Yeah. So so uh, I remember sitting there and then I remember in the wave coming toward the ship and I'm like, uh, hello, like already? Are you? See, are you re- I mean, you got to be kidding! You this can't be happening, right? Like I don't even know these people. When I think I told you, and then and then they drew the pacing off. Now here's the thing, and I got to be honest with you, I was thoroughly disappointed in my initial screening of Poseidon. I walked out of the theater numb. I couldn't walk straight. I'm serious. Like I could, I was like dizzy walking to the car. <laughs> I think I had to take Uber home or a cab, whatever. But anyway, hear me out. So I go on Rotten Tomatoes a couple of days, you know, that weekend. And I see like the 40 percent. It was 40 percent positive. But the 40 percent of the people who like Poseidon really liked it. Right. Like they really liked it. And the 60 percent didn't like, OK, you know, no blah, blah, blah. Uh, dismissed it harshly. So I said to myself, why did the 40 percent? Because, you know, I like Poseidon Adventure, right? A little. You mentioned I like it. it. So. So I said to myself, why do they why do these people really like the 40? Why? So they it all I read the reviews and it's like they love the action. So I went back. There's good with set a bigger, pieces. I, yes. I went back with a bigger audience on on a Saturday night. This is her Saturday night. And I watched it again and I created my own backstory. And I got to tell you something. No, I'm serious. I got to tell you something. I like the film a heck of a lot better. What was the backstory? A, for, what was the backstory for Kevin Dillon's character? Go. Uh, I didn't have one for him. I sort of had one for uh, Kurt Russell and, and Josh Lucas. But anyway, <laughs> but here's the thing. I I accepted it just for what it was. And I sort of really dug the action sequences. And and I understood the pacing. Now, the second viewing, I understood the pacing, right? So I accepted the pacing. 
Right. And I and I sort of dug it on a certain level, not like the original, because it doesn't have the religious allegory. Right. Right. And it doesn't have Gene Hackman. Does have a good and death it scene, and it, do, it, it doesn't have Shelley Winters. No, and it doesn't. It, and, and it doesn't have the. It doesn't have uh, yeah, Eric Eric Shea in the in the upside down bathroom. Which what a what a mistake. No rogue. Like, how do you, no rogue. But how do you do a beside? How do you do a remake of the Beside Image and not have a little kid going into an upside down bathroom? Well, you know, one of the problems I have with the film, Chuck, is that as much yeah. as we love it, and 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 I I never felt like the filmmakers had the same love for the original that we did. They did not respect the original. They didn't respect it enough. Well, what did he do after but that movie? Wolfgang. He did nothing. Yeah. He did yeah. nothing. He never did in America. He never worked for a studio again. It's unbelievable. Why? But I mean, so he had one. Okay. I understand he probably lost. Warner Brothers probably lost $100 million. They, did it. they paid for a $5 million Super Bowl commercial. I think it's when, uh, I think it was the Super Bowl when uh, Seattle played Pittsburgh. But, right. Right. But here's the thing. Look at his bio. My, my point is, I'm not, I'm not doing this just to talk Poseidon, but look at his bio. I know. He should be working, in other words. It, 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 well, now he's 81, but he should have worked after Poseidon. I mean, he, the guy, but here's, here's what I don't understand. And this is, maybe the audience could give this some serious thought, because I'm going to, I have. How can you make all these movies with character-driven, well-thought-out movies that breathe character and characterization and plot, right? And then you do something... You do you, you you do something so against what your your, your skill set is. Yeah, you're right. Why? I don't know. You're Why? right. Why? I, I don't understand. Well, because so, you know, you look at Outbreak; it has the same amount of uh, action and and interesting. Uh, scenes. Uh, Poseidon, listen, Poseidon in 2006. You you cannot release that movie at 89 minutes. You can't. You spend 150 million dollars on that movie. It's like yeah. Titanic. If if you if, if if you started when it hits the iceberg, why would you do that? Yeah, no, you're right, Chuck. It's I want to like- see. Listen, HBO. Uh, I mean, Pete, the fan base fought for a Zack Snyder Justice League. I don't think you're going to see it. Bro. I want to see it Poseidon in the vault. Pull it out of the vault. I don't think you're out of the vault. I want to see it. Two and a half hour cut of Poseidon. Um, don't okay. you want to see it? I'd see it. But there's not enough guys it. like you and me for them to even take the time to do it, Chuck. That's the problem. There's not enough of fans like if us. If it's sitting there, do it. Well, um, we could spend more time on this, but we'd be. All right, let's go. Move circles. forward. I thought that let's, was interesting. Thank you for your time. Um, no problem. Let's go back to uh, five years ago, Chuck, when we started this wonderful podcast slash radio show and started talking about new movies that were in theaters. Holy crap. <laughs> Remember back in the day? Now, Chuck, I have your top 10 list here. Really? But I'm not going to tell you what they are. So you're going to have to point out which ones you think were in your top 10 at time. And then if there's something you just saw a post 2016, you're like, you know what? I, I, I might want to wedge that into my top 10. You can do that. But we're going to start in January. And, and you tell me if there's any of these movies that you even want to talk about, because um, we'd probably just be wasting time. Movies like Ride Along 2, 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. You've got The Dirty Grandpa, which is absolute crap. The Fifth Wave, um, Kung Fu Panda 3. The Finest Hours, which stars um, Chris Pine, uh, by uh, an auto, a biographical pick, and uh, Fifty Shades of Black all come out in January. None of those movies interest Chuck at all, do they? No. Jane Got a Gun did come out in that month, too. And actually, it's a good Western if you want to dip in and see Natalie Portman and Joel Edgerton in a Gavin O'Connor film, who we okay. both like. Um, in February, Hail Caesar comes out chuck from the coen brothers which yeah that's i don't like i I, not a fan it tanked um also coming out is uh deadpool 
which, you know, the first time we got, you know, Ryan I mean, Reynolds. I, you know, it's interesting because I remember us going back and forth on that movie. I, I didn't like it. I'm, I liked in, the it. I'm I, in the minority. Yep. It just, I, I felt like I needed a shower when it was over. Doesn't well, it's work. interesting because yeah. it opened the same weekend as Zoolander 2, and yeah. Ben Stiller took it on the chin with that one there, Chuck. Yep. Um, also coming out uh, the, in February is uh, Risen, uh, uh, of course, a, um, 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 a religious movie. The Witch, which I know a lot of people are fans of that um, horror movie as well. Uh, the sequel to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which nobody saw. Gods of Egypt, another um, historical religious movie, uh, yeah. which wow. actually starred Jake Gyllenhaal, I think. Right. Wasn't he in that movie or no? I think. He, no, he's not. Gerard Butler's in it. That's who it Gerard is. Gerard Butler. Yeah. Um, and Triple. Triple nine comes out, but a movie I know, I think you liked it. I know I did. Eddie, the Eagle comes out in February. That might inch its way into my top 10 now, Chuck. Really? And I hadn't seen it till after. That's a good movie. Okay. March, you had Zootopia, Walt Disney's uh, animated with Ju uh, Justin, um, sorry, Jason Bateman. I like mm -hmm. that movie a lot. Uh, the sequel to Olymp uh, uh, Olympus has fallen. London has fallen, Chuck. I had a lot of problems with this movie. Um, I didn't think it was as good as this, the first movie. Um, and no, I just not. It, it, it just it was a stretch. And again, it's Gerard Butler. So obviously, I'm not really going to like it. Whiskey Tango Foxtrot comes out in March as well. Um, and then one movie that we both liked, and that's 10 Cloverfield Lane, came out March 11th, 2016. Yeah, I liked it. I, I mean, I, I like her. Mary Elizabeth Winstead, mm -hmm. John Goodman. I mean, there's an interesting backstory about that movie where the script is not a Cloverfield movie and they filmed it and they said, you know what? We could tack on the Cloverfield concept. A lot of it really in the last 15 minutes. And um, it's it's good. It's one of those movies. It's one of those movies like when you went to the video store in the 80s and you found something that was intriguing and you put it in and it's like, wow, this is really good. Like like people who discovered like Night of the Comet right yeah. back in 84. Yep. 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 I remember, it, I, I mean, I saw that in the movie theater a few times, and I always dug Night of the Comet. And that, uh, by the and, way, uh, Ted Cloverfield Lane was on yeah. both of our top ten lists. It was. Yep. But, uh, but you know, when you, when you, when you, when there's no, there was nothing better back in the day going to a video store finding a hidden treasure. Nothing better. No way. Not, not, no, you're right. Absolutely. Um, Hello, My Name is Doris came out that month, too, with uh, Sally Field. Miracles from Heaven, which is actually a decent movie with, uh, uh, that's a, another uh, kind of a, um, Christian movie. Jennifer Garner's in it. I actually like that movie. I'm not a big fan of that genre. Yeah. Um, the Divergent series released Allegiant, which uh, Shailene Woodley, you know, soon to be Mrs. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Shailene oh, Woodley. Look okay. out there. Midnight Special with Michael Shannon. A lot of people are fans of that science fiction. He's never movie watched well. a football game, but I don't get it. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, it um, <laughs> you also had uh, my big I'm fat Greek <laughs> wedding two came out, Chuck. Yeah, um, which did not come with the fanfare of the original movie. No, it did not. Um, and uh, everybody wants some, which was a Richard Linkletter movie that not a lot of people did. It was kind of See, a that, that was proof of my big fat Greek wedding too. Is uh, can't always go back to the well. No, nope, you can't catch it. It was like City Slickers too. You just can't get that magic back. You know, you never, you never get that back. Um, we move on to April. And boy, a lot of not a lot of good movies are out yet so far, uh, Chuck. Um, you've got uh, The Boss, which was a bomb for Melissa McCarthy with her husband, Ben Falcone. Everything she did with him bombed. Yeah, well, that, not that, bomb, but was critically savage, right? Almost everything she did with him and got I know, hammered. A movie I think I know you hate. Hardcore Henry came out April 8th. 
that's that point of view action movie with uh I, I did not like that movie at all with Charl- was was- Charlto Copley's in it. The, the oh yeah, from- yeah. I, I I did not like that movie at all. Um Demolition comes out, another good Jake Gyllenhaal movie about a, a guy who's dealing with the death of his wife. One of my favorite movies of the year came out in April. It's on my top 10 in The Jungle Book. Though John Favreau did a wonderful job with the live action um, uh, adaptation of the Disney movie. I love The Jungle Book. You got the sequel, Barbershop, The Next Cut comes out as well. Um, a little scene movie that I actually like, Criminal. Do you remember that Kevin Costner movie? He plays a villain in that. Kind of a quasi villain. He's actually I only saw bits and pieces. It's actually a good flick um, with Gary Oldman. Yeah, Um, nobody saw that movie. Green Room, a great little action movie with Anton Yelchin. Have you seen that movie? I think no. You should see that. You'd like that movie about a a band that's playing. That might be. Is that his last film? No, 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 not his last film. Maybe one of his last films, but not his last film. Um, Really good movie. Um, a band that, that that gets trapped in the in the green room um, in, in Hicksville, basically Elvis versus Nixon comes out. Chuck um, to critical praise uh, hologram for the king. Nobody yeah. saw that movie with Tom Hanks. Um, the Huntsman Winter's War. It's a sequel to the, the kind of they tried to make Snow White an action series, Chuck. I don't know why they did that with Chris Hensworth's in that movie. And Charlie's uh, I, I mean, it, it, watchable, but like. It's like big budget mediocrity from Absolutely. beginning to end, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Very funny movie. Keanu came out April 29th of 2016. That's Jordan Peele and Keegan-Michael Key. Very funny movie. You want to go back and watch a, an early Jordan Peele movie. Mother's Day comes out, which was another one of those right. Gary Marshall, let's pick a holiday and cast all of our friends and not have a script movie, Chuck. And it's just a disaster, that film. See, April sucked, too, except the Jungle Book I really liked. And I probably would get yeah, not a good first quarter. No, not at all. Uh, but two of my top 10 are there. I got 10 Cloverfield Lane and 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 uh, I'm and 10 Cloverfield Lane. May 6th was the big release. You got Captain America Civil War. And that was on your top 10. Yeah, I love that movie. That's you. I would argue. That might be the best Marvel movie ever. I to totally 100 percent disagree. Totally disagree. Oh, no, 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 uh, no. Civil this, War. This, this is the yeah, one where everybody. Yeah, no, back. I agree. No, uh, no, I I agree with you. I mean, I liked it, but it has You're thinking Winter Soldier. Winter, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. I just saw the time out here. Let me correct myself. <laughs> Winter Soldier was a great movie. Yeah. This one. Who wants to watch two hours of Iron Man and, and uh, Captain America fighting? Nobody. Nobody There's a lot of heroes in it, though. So, you know, in Spider-Man, it's the first Spider-Man in the uh, Avengers universe. And it's fun to see Paul Rudd. He's good as Ant-Man in that, too. Um, I mean, I like it. I just it's it's it has issues, though. It does. Uh, May 13th, you got Money Monster came out with uh, George Clooney, directed by Jodie Foster. Um, He's uh, he's one of those uh, money. I wanted to like that movie more than I liked it. Yeah, me too. That movie. I remember sitting in the theater watching it. It's, it stretches its plausibility so far. Well, it, it, becomes like, to be, it, it becomes absurd. Yeah, it wanted to be a modern day dog day afternoon. To, it's not, the, though. The, now it's not a disaster. Good of a, cast, though. Great cast. Uh, but Julie Roberts as well. Yeah. Um, the Angry Birds two. the Angry Birds movie comes out. That's an awful. Do not let, let your kids see that. The sequel yeah. to Neighbors, Neighbors Two: sorority rising. Absolute crap show. Chuck of just I can't you know, it's going to be it's got to be a perfect movie for me to like it. If Seth Rogen's in it anyway, and nobody needed a sequel for Neighbors, Neighbors Two, I did not like at all. Um, 
And then again, it was Zach Efron of Dirty Grandpa. And then yeah, this he's, one, he, and, he just started doing the same. Yeah, crap. good thing he did Ted Bundy. He needed to do that. Yeah, he did. He did. Nice he did, guys he, comes he, out, he, though, Chuck. Because he, he, he got to a point where too many push-ups, same thing. Yep. And, and it just became repetitive. The Nice Guys comes out on May 20th, though. And we both love that movie. Shane Black directed it. Russell Crowe, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Probably should have got a bigger audience. Movie's sort of forgotten now. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, very much so. Uh, yeah, it is. Very raunchy. Very R-rated. Very Shane Black-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, but a very good turn by the young actress in that start movie, too. Remember? Uh, very much so. Uh, and that was in your top 10, Chuck. The Nice Guys. Yeah, I liked it. Um, X-Men Apocalypse. I wouldn't even begin to tell you which one this is. Really? Those movies just got so tired for me. Um, I agree. The interesting note about that movie, though, was directed by Brian Singer. What will be interesting going forward, though, is now that Disney owns 20th Century Fox, they could take the X-Men characters and put them into the Avengers universe. Uh, and you know they'll do that. You That's going to be that'll be interesting. Yeah. You think Brian Singer ever really works again in Hollywood? Not in that, not, not, not making those movies. Well, that's for sure. I mean, just, he just not making those movies. I got the, I don't know. You got the sequel to Alice in Wonderland, Alice through the looking gas glass with Johnny Depp, uh, uh, and and that's one of those, uh, was the money wired into my bank account. Yeah. I just, I can't get jacked up about those movies. Uh, and then we go to June, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a live movie comes out, Megan Fox is in it. Um, they're bad, Mike. I mean, they're bad. I was watching one of them. Uh, Michael Bay produced those movies, right? I was watching one of them on Netflix a couple months ago. The way they're shot and edited. Oh, my Lord. I mean, yeah. it's like you got to be kidding. Also in June, pop star never stops. Never stopping with uh, Andy Samberg. Uh, nobody saw that movie. Has some funny moments in it. The mm-hmm. Conjuring 2. I know people are a fan of this series with Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson. I don't know. These these demonic possession movies, Chuck. I, I They're think, effective. The first one's very good. James Wan directed it. He's the guy yeah. from the, the, the Final Destination. Yeah. So I know a lot of people love it. Another useless sequel, Now You See Me Too. I love the cast. I liked the first movie, but the movie was not good enough to make a sequel. And it just stretched. It made money, though. It did. I You know, I, I don't get it. Um, Finding Dory comes out in June, a sequel to Finding Nemo that I love. Very good. Um, and Central Intelligence comes out June 17th. Big hit for The Rock and Kevin Hart, Chuck. Um, it's just OK for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, you get by on the likability of both. That's about actors. it, though. Yeah. Um, and then June 24th, Chuck might go down in infamy as the worst sequel ever made in the history of sequels. You want to venture to guess a, what Jaws, can... a Jaws of Revenge was released no, uh, June 24th. What? I would say this movie's worse than Jaws of the Revenge. June really? 24th, 2016. You what is it? Say? No, In- I don't. Independence Day resurgence. Oh, boy. I remember. OK, I, I, I saw that on a Thursday night also, you know, before the Friday. Yep. yep, yep. And, I, and like the first 15 minutes, I said, oh, all right. Respectable. And then. I think Vivica Fox's character like plunges off a cl- like. Well, not I'm only like, that, but uh, what, like this is going to be bad. Not only that, but she's a nurse at a hospital, yeah. a head nurse at a hospital. Now. That's it's a tr- good, a good career transition. Great transition. Yeah. But I mean, like, here's the thing about Roland, Roland Emmerich. Um, I love Independence Day. Yeah, great. Like, movie. It, to me, it's one of the great popcorn films of all time. My daughter and I. What is pleasing? Yep. Yep. I remember. I remember. I remember. We spoke when when Independence Day came out 
And you you told me like the 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 scene the second act when the dog yep. jumps. Yep. Right. Shot at the Ziegfeld. Yep. People went wild, right? They went nuts. Yep. I mean, that was awesome stuff. Yep. You don't make that movie if you can't make that movie. Like, don't make Independence Day two unless you have a script that's viable. Don't yep. insult us. It is insulting. Make the movie it, it it hurt. Like that's one of those movies. Like you just make believe you have to forget it exists because you can't enjoy the first one. Yeah, it's absolutely true. It's hard to do that too. Even it's that bad where you can't even where they even bring. And who's back. the star of Independence Day two? It's Brett Spinner. Why is he the star? They, they, and, Spiner. And first of all, he died in the first yeah, one. Yeah, I and, know. And people really thought we loved this character so much we wanted him back. Well, that's because Will Smith said uh, no. So, uh, all right, who else are we going to get? Can't utter, get the minute I saw what they did to Robert Loggia in that film, that forget it, it I was it, out. Yeah, was it was out. horrible. It's terrible, disrespectful, absolute yeah. nonsense. I and just it, wonder if they could have got Randy Quaid back, would they allow him on set? <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> well, listen, they hmm. probably could have. They got Spinner back. He was dead, too. So what the yeah. hell? Maybe he yeah, like know, maybe an alien, like, like maybe an alien ate him and like yeah, regurgitate yeah. him in the second act or something. You Boy, know? Well, let's move on because a better All movie right. came out that same day and it's in my top 10. And if yeah. you like shark movies, this one's up there as a good, really, really good one. That's The Shallows, which stars Blake La- Lively, directed yeah. by Jean-May Collet-Serrer, who yeah. we both love. This movie's really good, Chuck. Yeah. And it's really good on the. Let me ask you a question. Too. I'm going to bring this up. OK, I'm going to touch the third rail. Do you have a pro- do people have a problem? As a guy watching a movie, say, you know, part of the enjoyability of it was watching Blake Lively, Blake Lively. in a bikini, right? Well, I mean, and just watching it. She's a good looking woman. She is mesmerizing right? to watch. Yes. To right? look on camera. Um, uh, but I will say I like the movie, though, the, uh, you know, Kathy, Kathy Bates could have been in this movie. And I think I would really. Oh, uh, OK. Uh, it's a good it's a really good thriller. I like and a really Kathy, good. I like Kathy Bates, but OK. Um, Shallows was in my top 10. Wasn't in Chuck's. Okay. Um, he didn't. Probably doesn't seem like he liked it as much as I did. No, I did like it, though. Free State of Jones came out uh, that that uh, day, too, directed by Gary Ross, who's done better work. And Free State of Jones was this uh, was a uh, African-American historical movie back in the day with Matthew McConaughey, Chuck, in the Civil War era, which me talking right now, I can tell you have no recollection of this. movie. I do. It played it off theater, but it, it didn't do very well. What'd you think July 1st weekend, the big movies we got? Here's the July 4th. This is what we got five years ago. Tell me. The Legend of Tarzan. I don't like it. Not a good remake. No. The BFG, which might be Steven Spielberg's worst movie. Um, and The Purge election year with Frank Grillo. You want to know something? I'll tell you a secret. The, the BFG might be the only Spielberg movie I've never watched. And, and don't. It's not good. It's not yeah. good at all. It's really bad. I, that, the Pur- that Purge movie was pretty good. You like that one? That one yes, was good? Yes, very much so. Um, July 8th, you've got The Secret Life of Pets, which is a huge hit. Huge hit. They would make another one. And here comes Zac Efron again, Chuck. Make another one of these moron movies. Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Yeah. Uh, could, uh, Do they another, really? Did they really? No. No. If they did, we didn't need to know about it. How about that? No. Another movie that didn't do well, and I know there was a lot of money and publicity behind it, The Infiltrator, that had Brian Cranston as the lead. You know, it's a biographical crime thriller that just never really got off the ground. Um, and I know, uh, I don't know, it was too adult. I guess people didn't really go to the theaters. And it's funny that the next movie I'm going to bring up here, um, because it, it used to come up a lot on the show. Chuck hasn't talked about it much lately, but that was the female version of the Ghostbusters comes out July 15, 2016, Chuck. 
And now looking back at your top 10 list, this movie's not on it, but the amount of time you've given to this movie, maybe it should have been on your top 10 list. Here's the deal. I, I watched this on its premiere night at our theater. We booked it and we had a good crowd. I know for a fact people enjoyed the heck out of it. They laughed. They applauded. They talked about it when it was over. I, I like this movie. I, I don't. It was very enjoyable. I, I, why did it get ragged on? I, it, it's regarded as, oh, it, it was a piece of garbage. No, it's not. Well, it's, it's not good. garbage, but there's not a lot of laughs in it. Let's face it. There's not. Now, let me ask you, because we talked about this. If if the studio, Sony, right? Yeah. Ghostbusters. Okay. If, if the studio paid Sandra Bullock big money to anchor that movie, would we be talking about it differently this day? Probably not. No. You think about it. I. Probably not. I, uh, I, just, I don't know. I, I think it. I, I think it would have had a different overtone to it. I don't know. I. I, I don't. I, I don't. do like it though. On. I do like that movie. I thought it was fun. The 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 cameos are awful in that movie okay. too. They're, they're not good. Bill Murray's character. I. It just. He's annoying that. because it's like um, it, it, you have to wonder about Bill Murray. Like if a, if a, like if a kid fell in a lake and held his hand out and he couldn't swim, would Bill Murray just say? Ah, I got better I'm, things I'm not to do. available today. Yeah, yeah. July 22nd, Star Trek Beyond comes out. Another one of the Star Treks with Chris Pine, which are very enjoyable um, uh, trilogy of movies, too. I like them. Yeah, they're good. Ice Age, another uh, one comes out. Lights yeah. Out, uh, a, a horror movie, supernatural horror movie. Um, and Jason Bourne, another Jason Bourne movie comes out, Chuck. And this might be the most littlest seen Jason Bourne movie. Paul Greengrass directed it again. Did I tell you I don't like the Jason Bourne movies? Yeah, I know you're not. They don't do anything for me. I I, I did the camera work. Uh, One, I I don't like the character. And I don't like the camera work. And I just don't enjoy them. I just do not. I remember sitting in the theater for these movies and like, I do not like this. Okay. And Chuck, we'll end this podcast here in July because we've got more movies to get to next week. We'll do a a second part of this because there's just so many movies to do. But um, Bad Moms comes out July 29th as well. Um, with was a huge hit, actually. Let me ask you a question. Are we ending it now because we're running out of time or, or I got to make milkshakes? I mean, I'm confused. Tell a little me. bit of both. A little All bit right. of both. Um, were you surprised at the success of Bad Moms with the, the trilogy of Millie Kunis, Kristen Bell and Catherine Hahn? They're raunchy R-rated movies. I can see their appeal. They play uh, well funny. on cable. They play well on cable yeah. after the fact. That and is Ka- a listen at the end of the day. In wrapping this up, isn't the definition of a good movie something that people will watch many years after its initial release? You would think so. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. Repeatability. Repeatability. I mean, who cares if a movie wins an Oscar like The Artist? (laughs) If nobody's watching it 10 years later, does it really matter? No, which leads me to if a tree falls in the forest and nobody's there to hear it, does it actually make a sound? I remember Johnny Carson saying that one time and I stood up all night and I thought about it. I still That's, say yes. So your your knowledge cares? of that your knowledge of that saying is Johnny Carson. I mean that saying's been around for millions. I know, of but years. I remember Johnny saying it. So if a tree falls on the Titanic on on a on the Poseidon and it flips over, the next day do you go on board and look for gold? You do. With a Espe- especially if your bank won't finance you, <laughs> and your and your partner is dying. Wilbur uh, is dying and yeah, cannot dying. afford the cancer surgery. Yes, you do. Yeah. And you got a hot little brunette with you. Why not, right? Monkey. Monkey, yeah. 
poor Sally Field played Monkey and Frog in back-to-back movies. I don't know <laughs> who her agent was, but uh, uh, so the, we we gave a lot of time to Beyond the Design Adventure. We did. We, thank you. We, we probably, had it because we forgot it to do, uh, the week before last. Well, um, we'll look at the back end of uh, 2016, which must get a lot better, Chuck, because not a lot of our top 10 movies have even been brought up. Um, but boy, oh boy, Independence Day resurgence. I'm, that is the type of movie that I might have, uh, you know, that's the type of movie that got released this year would have been released on uh, streaming. Oh, oh heck yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Oh my there God. There was no way they would have spent a marketing campaign on that. Um, what is Roland Emmerich doing next? Do we know? Yeah, he's doing a movie. Um, is it normal? No, it's a disaster film. He's uh, got a diverse oh, cast. Oh, Moonfall, right? He's doing that he's, Moonfall. Yeah, he's doing movie. Moonfall. He's one yeah. of those asteroids going to hit Earth. We've seen that a few times, that yeah. one. Huh? All right, Chuck. I, we, I know. We'll, we'll wrap things up here. Um, you have yourself uh, a good night and go make Thank some Thank you, smoothies. Mike. Merry Christmas. Merry, happy Hanukkah. All right, it was always it's it's been a pleasure, and to the audience as always, thank you, and uh, we'll be back next week, I think. Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.